Hey, I think uh, last last week was, I think the first episode. Maybe I'm wrong. The first episode in where we left in the the finger snaps. Oh, really? That we do every single week. <laughs> you know, because you you forgot to say four out loud, <laughs> and that like kickstarted the whole discussion. I couldn't find a way to cut that out without <laughs> just leaving people confused. Um, so it was interesting because I listened to it in Castro, and of course Castro in all of the great podcast players they do that uh silence skipper thing mm-hmm. so they they trim the silences between finger snaps <laughs> no way so i was listening to it, it was like tat, 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 very fast <laughs> like whoa whoa that's not did i mess up in the editing um so just an interesting curious nice curious and, and if people listen to this they still don't understand what we're talking about um when you start recording to make sure that we sync our both our audio tracks because i'm going to get two separate files uh we just a finger snap and then we do a countdown so i say one two three and we all say four at the same time that's for me to line the tracks is that <laughs> interesting not really nice do we have follow-up uh yeah we ha- we do have a couple follow-up items um so first one is um i'll have a link in the show notes uh there is a nine to five mac article saying that youtube is testing a picture-in-picture uh, presumably on the iPhone, that's why I saw the, the screenshot. Uh, but for all uh, YouTube Premium uh, accounts, they're still testing, mm. so it's not. It's, I guess it's not live for everyone yet. Um, but it's finally coming after all these years of waiting, and I'm so excited. And it is yet another reason to subscribe to YouTube P- Premium. So highly endorse this idea. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I hope it also comes to the iPad. Dude. To me, it makes more sense to have it on iPad. Because uh, if, again, I'm still not used to the, if you go back to the home screen, the, your video keeps playing in the background. I'm still not used to that. And every time it happens, I'm like, I think something's broken. Um, so I just have to retrain my brain. Uh, but, uh, you know, having the video, it would just at least remind you what's going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why is it still playing? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um but on the phone, I don't know. I still, because this is new to iOS 14, right? Mm-hmm. The picture-in-picture the picture on iPhone. So I still haven't really used it. I'm not used to, to have that on iPhone. But on iPad, I would welcome that. That would mm. be awesome. Yeah. I use it a lot, by the way, on the iPhone. Mm. Like, what for? Uh, I watch like almost all of the um, WWDC sessions in picture-in-picture. Picture. <laughs> um, oh, sometimes phone? you can, yeah, like you can also... Um, I mean, you can already sort of do it for YouTube videos, actually. So if you go to the website, you're able right. to do picture-in-picture. Picture. And so I've definitely done that a couple times. Um, and it's kind of weird, like... And it's probably bad for your attention span or whatever, but, like, I, I did see myself, like, watching a YouTube video and browsing, like, Instagram stories at the same time. <laughs> wow. And it's just kind of, like, information overload, but, hey, <laughs> you know sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do um so yeah i'm super excited about this i think it's gonna be good cool oh also we have another piece of of, uh, follow-up 100 percent of our listeners tweeted hashtag i'm with rafa whoa 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 (laughs) look i don't think this is how percentages work okay no let me rephrase that 100 percent of the feedback we got was with me was with you, you don't have statistical significance. This is not worth what? anything. You don't have statistical significance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
You don't have the votes. Um, <laughs> there it is. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I think it was just like, what, two people? Once. <laughs> One. See? There you go. Um, hey, math. It's 100%. Look, ev- no, this is not 100%. This is like a, such a small percentage of our listener base. Like, it's 100% just, of just the feedback think, we got. Just think no, about just all of our listeners who listened to the show and they nodded their head along to what I was saying and just didn't bother to reply. <laughs> I didn't see any. But um, I do, I do want to like kind of follow up and like amend one thing that I said because I think I have found one aspect where I absolutely hate infinite scroll. But I still stand by my general argument that like the places where infinite scroll like basically like what it should be used for, I want people to use it for to use it. But like there are things that people push this too far, I guess, uh, beyond you know what it's meant. So what the one place where I hate infinite scrolling is on article websites. So like you go like you know you go, you go to I think it's um, like pretty much all the news websites these days. Like when you click mm. into an article, um, I think it's like the outline or I forget what's the other one. Like Joshua Topolsky's website. Like you can read the article, but then if you just keep scrolling. You're like on a new article right away. Right. I oh, hate yeah. those. I hate those because you never know. Like, when does it end? When does it like? When are you on a new article? It's such a hack to try to get like some more page views out of you by accidentally scrolling. So I think that's terrible. But personally, I don't feel like that's how it should be. Like, that's not using infinite scroll the way it was intended. It is meant for for list items, not for you know, in depth. It's like, imagine you're reading a book and then like, you know, you like go next page, next page, next, next page. And then all of a sudden you're in a different book. What doesn't make any sense. So, but that's cool though. (laughs) How would it work? That would be bad. It's two books in one. Would you print two books? I mean, I was referring to digital books because I haven't read physical books books would be way more interesting forever, but it would be more interesting. I mean, maybe I guess you can print like, Maybe you have a trilogy and it's all like oh. glued together. It's just like giant Actually, brick. A book, but a book is literally paginated. So <laughs> infinite pagination. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Infin- oh my god. Well, anyways, maybe bad analogy. <laughs> there it is. Thanks everyone. Thanks to listener Ollie and listener Caleb uh, for uh, chiming in and being on the right side of history. I don't know. With me, I'm not sure about this. It's nice this. here. <laughs> cool. Cool. It's quiet uptown. Sponsor break. Our sponsor this week is Retool. Retool is the fastest way to build internal tools. Look, every business needs internal tools. Whether it's apps like admin panels, tools for customer support, or inventory management, internal tools are essential for any company. But if we're being honest, no one really wants to deal with the headache of building and maintaining such apps. And when you think about it, all internal tools need two things. First, they need some UI building blocks like tables, dropdowns, buttons, or text inputs. Second, they need to connect to a data source along with some code to function as intended. And these are exactly the things that Retool can help you with. Retool gives you a drag and drop interface so you can build internal app UIs in hours, not days. 
and spend more time building features that your customers will actually see. It connects to any database and API. So for example, to pull in data from Postgres, you just write an SQL query and drag a table onto the canvas. You can also write JavaScript pretty much anywhere inside Retool to manipulate your data in any way you like. It's pretty awesome and I highly recommend you watch the video on their website. So go to retool.com slash layout and check them out. Our thanks to Retool for sponsoring this week's episode of Layout. Uh, okay, uh, what's uh, what, what's new? What, what happened? Did you tweet anything? Did I tweet anything? What, what, mm. what, what do you want to talk about? It's funny. It's like I feel like every week our episodes now are like, Rafa, tell us what happened during your week. <laughs> so, <laughs> Rafa, tell us what happened during your week. <laughs> Layout is more of a like behind the scenes in both our Twitter uh, profiles. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, on this day you tweeted this. Let's talk about it. <laughs> uh, so I I'm, I'm leaving Netlify after four and a half years. Wow. Um, decided to 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 do something else. Uh, that's it. <laughs> next topic. <laughs> that, that was a good show, everybody. See you next week. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. No. So I wanna I wanna dive a little bit into that because I think that's an interesting topic and it's one of the only topics that we haven't talked about on the show yeah. very much. Um, so, like, first off, like, I think you've been at Netlify for, like, as long as I can remember. Like, I don't think I even knew Netlify before you joined. So right. I'm kind of curious, like, to see, like, did you take the time to kind of, like, look back at what you've done, like, what you've accomplished from there and, like, kind of, like, thinking back to where you were when you started and like all the things that kind of like happened in the product, but also in your life during that time, like it's pretty significant, right? Yeah, it definitely is for me. Uh, I don't think I've done that mental exercise like intentionally, but I've, it's something that I've, I have with me and I do think about and like the work I've, I was able to do at Netlify and the work, the whole, you know, the whole team, everything we pulled off. I'm extremely proud of everything uh, uh when i joined this my first real like startup in this tech company product company um that was everything was new to me really uh i <laughs> i was also in a very different place in my career like i don't think i would hire me back then you know <laughs> if that makes sense today i wouldn't hire that person isn't that funny um, like i've been thinking yeah. about this for myself too like would i hire my past self Mm. and i think it's it's probably an impossible question to answer but sometimes i feel like yeah like maybe we wouldn't hire me (laughs) in the fact like it's it's so strange and i think it's such a good exercise to remind yourself of like how far you've come because like i think oftentimes we expect everyone who like you know, is interviewing at our companies to know literally everything we've learned over the last, you know, many, many years. But it's like, that's, is that really fair? Like, I don't think so. No. Because we yeah. started, we didn't know anything and we figured it out. And like, you know, presumably you think you're at least like an okay designer, you know? 
um, I like to think that, you know, I've been able to have good impact and, you know, do accomplish some pretty cool stuff. But yeah, like I, I, I do wonder, and it scares me sometimes that like we're not allowing designers to like figure things out <laughs> kind of like on the job anymore. Yeah. And there's such a, like the, the requirements keep getting higher and higher and it's becoming more and more difficult to get into design. Um, and like, I just wonder who's, who's being left out by that. And like, maybe I would have been left out if like I was starting now. Totally. Cause it's when you're on the other side, you know, you're doing the hiring, uh, and especially like if, if your team is still small, every hire is going to have a tremendous impact on the product and the work. Mm-hmm. So it's very, it's risky. Like you, you, you don't want to make a mistake. You want to hire the, best person you can not just like the best designer but really the best person for the team for that context and for that group um and so you know it's not just like yep this person is cool let's hire you know let's hire them Uh, i think at least for me like i I really i really try to do the best (laughs) call uh when hiring new people uh and that's why like truth be told i was the first design hire which means that who hired me wasn't a designer, hmm. <laughs> if that makes sense. So maybe they were looking for different things that I would be looking for. Like I have, you know, I have a different perspective on things, hmm. um, which I think, I mean, I'm, I'm convinced that probably benefited me, right? I mean, I'm just saying that I wouldn't hire myself. So <laughs> maybe, maybe I was lucky that there was no designers there that uh, could maybe judge my work on a you know from from a different perspective or whatever um it's tricky it, it's, it's it's really hard and that's probably why there's definitely this the trend is to if you're a junior designer it's harder and harder to get a job hmm. um because of this exact thing well just first there's more people like right there's more designers um so there's not much demand as there was maybe a couple of years back it's something that i, I don't know if every junior designer is aware uh, of this is the fact that if you're trying to join a small-ish company sometimes it's not just that they want to hire quote-unquote someone like better or someone more experienced although that happens a lot but it's also that they literally don't have the process to support you uh, like if you're very junior you should have someone to mentor you or you, know, you should have some support and even weird things like, for example, Netlify is a remote company, which means that sometimes when you hire people from different countries, uh, we hire them as contractors. And like even that implies like it's it's trickier. It's not as easy mm-hmm. and stable. Um, so it does require a bit more just maturity and just like just more stuff. Um, so sometimes I, I personally wouldn't feel comfortable hiring uh, someone more junior knowing that I wouldn't be able to support them in the way they, they deserve. And they they need to to succeed. Yeah, but on on the other hand, it is. I still think that it's kind of funny because it's like, did I have sup- a lot of support when I joined? Like, no, not really. Like, it's like you eventually do just kind of figure it out. And I feel like in mm-hmm. a in a way, like it made me maybe more resourceful than I would have had I had someone who could show me exactly like how things were done so i don't know i i just i have like very like conflicting feelings about all of that 
Um, and Same. just, I get it. I don't know. It's, it's a tricky thing on mm-hmm. the, on the flip side though. Like, you know, I love having mentorship and I think it's super important and it's like getting the right mentors in your life can really take your career to the next level and like challenge you and push you. And so it's like finding that right balance, I'd say of like autonomy versus like challenge and support, um, that I think that's the key. Yeah. So getting back to you though, <laughs> uh, you <laughs> yeah, say, like about you say, I'm not sure I would hire myself, but I think I, many people on the internet would disagree. <laughs> I, I, I think your, your track record of like everything you've launched at Netlify really says otherwise. Like, I think you, you've done. Well, but now but what job. I've done before, like it was not good. My work at early days is not good. I mean, not good. That's, I, I don't think it's good. But some other people might think differently. Um, anyway, I've I've seen I've seen like I, I think I've I've grown a lot as a designer uh, from all of, you know these years that I've been in Edelfy, and it's the whole tone of this conversation sounds weird. I I, I feel very uncomfortable because I don't want to like I don't want to post or uh, I don't know. Hmm? Ugh, I I'm, just realized this is going to be really hard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, for. I think four and a half year, four years at any tech company is, I could say, a long time. Um, then four years at a startup is also mm-hmm. a really long time. And then four years at a start, like the four initial years of a startup is even more so. Like I, I felt that I've had five different jobs, <laughs> you know, throughout across these four years. It's just like a lot. There's a lot of. There's just a lot, right? I've been through a lot. Like the company, you know, year after year, the whole company is so different. Um, and which is true for any, like, you know, um, fast paced, you know, fast growth type of company. But, uh, like, I definitely felt that way. Like, it's, it's a very different job today in company than it was, uh, two years ago, three years ago, four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, which also just, adds more to the fact that like i've been and this is the primary reason why i decided to um move on into something else was just i i was tired i felt tired just Hmm. not tired like physically tired um more of like overall my my levels of uh energy uh that i was able to put in the work every day um like they, they paled in comparison to the levels of energy that I had maybe three years ago, which I think this is, I think just natural. This is usually what, what, how it goes. <laughs> um, so when I would, you know, I would take a break and take a vacation or whatever, and I would try to rest. Uh, when I got back, like it was still not that level. Like I could mm-hmm. never go, you know, to the levels of, of energy as I had before mm-hmm. <laughs> in early days. And again, totally natural because i at at no point um i want to make this absolutely super clear for everyone listening i'm not leaving edify because i'm like pissed off or something happened i'm like that's not the reason it was just i'm I'm super happy uh just decided to you know what let's do something else also like in your career i feel like you maybe like the first half of your career you're learning a lot and you're just absorbing a lot of experience a lot of knowledge you work at different places with different people. You get new perspectives. You just learn and grow and mature as a person, as a individual, um, as a professional. And then maybe the second half, and I don't know if it's like 50-50, but like, and then there's like a, definitely a, 
a separate stage in your career where it's not so much about learning and soaking up new things. It's like, how do I practice and how do I put all of this knowledge and experience like to practice in, in the best way? Like, how can I cha channel all of this uh, knowledge um, in, a, in the best way that I can to contribute to a company, whatever your role is? Because mm -hmm. um, I, I do feel that. I do sense that. And even at Netlify, in this very short span, span of my career, like in, only in these four years, I've kind of felt this shift right like right now i have more of a leadership and more of a senior role in where i'm not necessarily learning new skills and how to be a designer i'm more just how can i support my team better how can i you know contribute in different ways um so even my day to day like it's less so about design work and more of like how can we make good design work right mm -hmm. like it's more about the process and not necessarily about the end result so even on that shift that i've sensed i felt like you know what? I don't think I'm there yet in my career to 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 go to this second stage. I still want to soak up and like I still want to get better as a designer. Uh, and the best way to learn is like throw yourself to a very new situation, new right. scenario, new team, new problem space, new whatever. That will force you to just learn learn a lot very fast. Um, so that's that's what i'm going to do next i, I want to do something different uh i want to just do something that i honestly am not good at mm. so hopefully i'll, I'll learn and <laughs> be better get better um, yeah how do you make this like sort of calculation of okay i'm at a job because like in your case you're this is not a job you hate it you know it's like yeah. you know it's a very good job like i've accomplished a lot of great things surrounded with lots of people how do you know that it's time like how you know because it's kind of a risk in a way like yeah it's it's terrifying i'm terrified <laughs> like how how yeah. did you know like and like how did you also like because i think right now we're also in a pretty unique time in the world like you mentioned mm -hmm. you know being a little bit tired but i do wonder if like we're not all collectively tired i think of just everything yeah. that's going on in the world right now so like how were you able to determine like yes no this is actually real like i want to make that change uh, for me uh, it was not necessarily like i just sit down and thought about all right let's see is it time or not uh, <laughs> it was not that intentional it was more of a conclusion i arrived very slowly because like so i was offered other opportunities other um challenges or whatever you want to call it i was offered another role another job and that happens throughout your career uh if you're lucky uh sometimes you will get that you know a recruiter approaches you or whatever um and depending on where you are uh in your career sometimes those are more appealing and more interesting to you sometimes they're really not like you know what I'm, I appreciate it. I'm not interested in anything new. I'm happy. In, in, in my particular case right now, it was like this was this one opportunity in where it was interesting and unique enough that I felt that I could not ignore it. Mm. I just couldn't ignore it. And I was thinking about it, uh, just a problem space. So I, you know, I decided to learn more. And, and I got to a point in where I was seriously like, okay, what the hell am I doing? Like, I'm happy. And Atlify is an incredible team. Uh, I love the product. I love it. It's honestly like perfect place to work. Um, and I was like, w what am I even doing? Because why would I want to leave this? And it's all about that, the level of commitment and energy and enthusiasm and all 
that was slowly fading away again to no one's fault uh just naturally fading away and i've i've realized that like i've made already i already made my decision hmm. before i realized even right and i was just thinking about that other thing that other challenge that other problem space like i was in too deep to go back i couldn't <laughs> you know crawl back out of that hole <laughs> Uh, like I was already in, in too deep. And I think that's a good sign that it was kind of like, I can't stop thinking about this new thing. Like yeah. that's, that's a really great sign of like, cause it could have like just happened, you know, you think about it for a day and then you just kind of like forget about it a little bit. Uh, yeah. But because this like kept like coming up and was front of mind for you, it was like, okay, there's actually something here that's worth pursuing. And I think the actual moment in where i realized oh okay i've made the decision was when uh, i was talking this over with, with debs and we were like okay well it, we're just talking like is this should i do this um and she was like you know what why don't you make a like just <laughs> make a make a make a little chart thing and just you know just give like different attributes like you know Job stability, problem space, the team, the the money, like, and just see, you know, Netlify and this other thing, which one wins. Mm-hmm. Um, go through that exercise and see which one overall, like, has the most positives um, and just base your decision on that. And at, as I was, like, going through that exercise and filling it in, I've realized, like, I, like, I, I, I there was an output that I wanted to happen. Like, <laughs> I, I know which one I wanted to win. Right. It's like, then what am I doing? <laughs> like, because I'm just going to be either disappointed with the the result or or not or excited. So it's like, never mind this exercise. Like, I think I already found my answer. Yeah, and it is terrifying because so this is the, really this is the first time I'm leaving. Uh, well, a job that I, definitely I spent as much time as I did here. Like, I think my the maximum the longest uh, job i've held was like a year and a half maybe previously um so you know this is definitely the longest job i've had and uh again the team is phenomenal and it's leaving this and joining a completely new team new humans that in my case like i don't i don't know them um <laughs> it's terrifying because you know it's like the with Netlify, you have the known unknowns, right? And like, or kind of, you know what to expect, and you know yeah. what's good and bad. And so, it's it's a it's always a big risk. That, well, it is terrifying. <laughs> so, but I think usually in my career, when I uh, when I did these high risk career or life, you know, altering decisions, like quitting my job at the agency and doing sketchcast full-time mm-hmm. remember that <laughs> wow <laughs> uh, or you know like leaving my country moving to a, to a whole new country and all that those things they usually like it's usually a positive thing like in the end mm-hmm. it's it, it puts me in a better place than i was before um so i don't want to challenge this track record like um, you know like i'm <laughs> i don't want to prove it wrong <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah but also on the other hand it's like you know you have i think you have to think of like okay like what's the worst thing that could possibly happen and i feel like in this case you know the worst that could possibly happen is actually not that bad like you know worst case you just get another job it it's probably not like an entirely reversible decision right because it's like it would be kind of awkward to like go back to another and be like hey actually can i have my job back but um 
but you know like other than that like i'm pretty confident that like if this new thing like didn't work out that you know you're not screwed like you'd be able to like figure something out and um you'd learn a lot of things from this new experience so like even that like even in the sort of the worst case scenario you'd come out ahead having learned a lot of things and experienced something new so i think there's like almost no downside to trying it yeah i i I agree like at least i want to believe that as well (laughs) (laughs) nice uh yeah and and hmm. You so you helped me a lot actually because I did call you around the time I was still thinking about all this, and it was weird because we just FaceTimed and we <laughs> yeah. didn't record that conversation. It felt very weird, but uh, uh, you also like helped me. Uh, I think everyone else that I asked um, asked for their opinion and advice. I think they they focused a lot on my day to day on my like mental health on my like just the people and stuff and you were one of the few people that I asked advice in where you are in this tech scene you are you were also thinking about not that you were not thinking about my own well-being <laughs> and mental health but like you also focused on the the career part of it and the mm-hmm. design challenge part of it which was honestly what I was hanging on to right, right. That, that was the thing it was not the money it was not the the people because again i don't know them it was not it was not the working hours or whatever like it was just the, the design challenge yeah so you were the one that like kind of we shared some of the same understanding of the problem and the we shared the same perspective in a way and you helped me tons so thanks for that nice cool i'm happy it helped but yeah i think it's yeah. it's like super interesting i like when we talk about these things and that's why I'm like curious and I ask you a bunch of questions and stuff. It's like, it is kind of theoretical for me. Like I've been at Shopify for like over seven years now. Um, wow. so, so it's like, yeah, it's, it's interesting to see like how people go through these experiences and like think about these things. Um, yeah, yeah I don't know. I like just as like a kind of, that's fascinating. feels okay, like abs- so a little abstract for me, but yeah. Let me ask you this, though. Um, so being in Shopify for that long. Uh, now, this is where I get uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, just have to be fair. Uh, do, you, do you feel some sense of ownership and responsibility kind of for the products? Not like, like this is mine, but more of a like, I can't let this fail because like I'm responsible. Like, like this is part of me as well if that i know this kind of sounds a bit weird uh, like at some point it's not just a job it's i don't know maybe i'm maybe i'm projecting because i'm uh, i was again the first designer and i like you know i was involved in that initial shape shaping of the product but you as well right for like huge parts of the the, the shopify all the fies <laughs> um like you, you were there from from super early on. So, do you do you feel that in a way? Um, I do feel a strong sense of ownership over the various products I work on. I have worked on different teams for my time, and it's always hard to let go. Like I feel like I, in a, in a way, I've had multiple careers in one at Shopify. <laughs> yeah. Um. <clears throat> so the first couple of weeks after you leave a team is always very i always find personally very difficult um mm. 
but then you sort of have to accept that things will change and you won't always think it's for the best <laughs> in some ways like sometimes it is sometimes it's not and like you know that's no dig at any specific team but I will do things in a certain way and I have to accept that things will not be done in that same way in, in the future and that's just part of life and so I can only own like what I'm actively working on and then the other things it's like yeah I don't know like maybe these things will all go to shit and like that's maybe part of life but I can't I can't kind of like hold all these things in my brain like especially you know I'm not working on the, these themes anymore so it's just like you know it's gonna happen what happens um but I do like whenever I'm working on something like right now I'm working on Shopify email it is like super important for me that we make the right decisions and I will be like very opinionated in like making sure we make the right decisions um and not in a way like sometimes you know sometimes it feels like an it can feel like an uphill battle like it, like why are you even so adamant about this thing that like maybe doesn't matter it would be so much easier for you if you just let go <laughs> but i'm like no because this is why I do things like I want to create something that's really great. And all of these details do matter to me. And I think they end up mattering to the product. And so I will, you know, treat it as if it was my own. Like if I, if I ran this company and you know, this was my product, like this is how mm -hmm. I think we, I would want to, I would want it to be treated. This is how I would want to do things. And so I'm trying to apply that into my own work as well. Um, yeah. I thought I would feel different, maybe a bit more protective of my work and about letting it go than I actually ended up feeling. Mm. It's all about just the, the, the confidence that I have in the, in the team. Um, like something similar happened when, like not that long ago, but uh, you know, at, at some point I... I was involved in in charge of the marketing side as well and some of the branding. So I worked on that. And then, you know, recently we went through a rebrand and we changed the website and stuff. And so I'm not, I'm not working on that directly anymore, even though I'm still, you know, a touch point almost like, you know, people still, I'm still involved. I'm present, let's say. <laughs> um, and that felt at the time like a bit uh, strange and where not bad necessarily. It's like you're saying, like maybe I would do things differently. Um, But it, you know, it's not necessarily good or bad. Like it's not a yeah. Yeah, I would do things maybe differently, and I used to be, you know, in charge or involved, and now I'm not anymore. It just feels it's like you have to let it go, in a way. And so I felt like, oof, this is gonna suck. It's gonna hurt to let <laughs> go of this. But I feel like what I've realized is that I've. It's not so much that you're letting go of your baby. It's more of a you're letting go of your teenager <laughs> child that was off to college right which is like oh yeah i mean it still feels something to let this go but not of a like i'm not concerned or scared for it it's more of a like huh yep well now it's gonna be its own person <laughs> but actually like i would chain i think i would change that analogy i feel like it's It's a lot more like you are, maybe you're a teacher, 
you're essentially raising someone else's child in a way. <laughs> and so it never really belonged to you in the first place. It's just you develop this kind of sense of attachment mm. for a while and you can recognize behaviors that you've kind of like taught, you know, your that that mm. children, but it was never yours to begin with. And it will go get trained by other pe random people that you may not know at all like whereas like your child like still remains your child you know even though they grow up and they maybe right. listen to you less but um this I, i think to me the kind of kind of like teacher analogy fits better with products because yeah like as much as we like to feel like we own whatever we're working on we never really do right uh, so that's a good point um i accept that One thing I'm always curious to ask people, um, either like in interviews or like when they're kind of like leaving something is I'm kind of curious, like, did you spend some time to define kind of like what you wanted uh, in your next role? So thinking about like kind of looking back at what you've done at Netlify and you're like, okay, you know, I've had these kinds of experiences. I would like my new role to stretch me in those kinds of ways have you kind of like i know like in your case it was maybe slightly different because you had this opportunity um but like are there things that you would either like want to keep from what you're doing at lilify or things that you'd want to change that you're like hey actually this is an opportunity for me to do this differently or approach that problem from a different angle or you know not in the way that i think you're thinking hmm. um For a very basic reason, uh, I'm going to join another super early days startup, like, you know, just a brand new startup, very similar to what Netlify was when I joined, uh, maybe even a bit, you know, younger. Watch out, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, don't, don't set expectations, um, which means that like going through that exercise and trying to define my role a bit better, like from experience, I already know that at that early stage, it, there's little to no point to do that because your role is going to be everything and nothing mm -hmm. and, and it's going to change pretty much every month. Um, definitely it will change with every person that joins the team in these early days. I'm just really excited, not just because it is a different problem space and different product and all that, thing that's exciting in itself but also because i felt like you know another again like i said was my first uh, startup and product company so i've learned a lot and like there was a lot of things that i just had no idea what i was doing and then no idea how to do um how to solve or whatever so now i have just a little bit more experience than i had before so i'm, I'm excited and, and curious to see like effectively do the same thing again but like knowing a lot more um mm -hmm. Like I dabbled with manager uh, management in Admitlify. I learned that that's not something I want to do. So I'm curious right. to see what would my trajectory, my path would be without, you know, having those <laughs> little intermissions and going here to do something else or try something new. I'm just a bit more focused. I've mm. seen, um, like, again, you do mistakes and you learn from, from your own mistakes and your own work. So I've learned a lot. And so I, I'm also curious to see what kind of things am I going to, Uh, avoid what kind of things I would do differently. Um, also, I am aware that this will be a new team and new, a new everything. So it's not like every lesson will be I'll be able to apply it here. But uh, again, I'm just I'm just excited and, and curious to see what I'll do um, 
quote unquote the same thing but knowing more <laughs> <laughs> nice that's exciting um the next kind of like part that i want to focus on because i think we've like covered a lot of ground on like your motivations and like how you got there and like what you're looking for and what you're thinking about um now i'm curious to dive a little bit more into like the the practical like okay like what kind of steps did you take to kind of like make this happen um mm -hmm. like you know giving resignation like doing all this like basically the overall question I have for this next section is how do you leave a company on the right, like the right way? Like how do you design sort of like your quote unquote exit? Um, because in your case, you know, you're not on bad terms at all with them, you know? Mm -hmm. So you want to like, I, I assume like you want to leave and, you know, give them a good experience and like place the, the team in good hands and set them up for success. So before we answer this question, uh, let's talk about our sponsor. Sponsor break. Our second sponsor this week is Webflow. Webflow gives you the power of code in a visual interface, allowing you to directly build whatever you have in mind without having to rely on engineers. Webflow's whole thesis is that people should have the power to code without having to write it themselves. Look, we've all spent years learning visual design software like Figma, Sketch, or Photoshop, but none of these tools actually output production code. Webflow takes that to the next step by bringing the power of HTML, CSS, and JavaScript into a visual interface so designers can build completely custom designs without worrying about writing code. Webflow is built on top of HTML and CSS fundamentals, which means that the code that Webflow generates is clean, semantic, and developer-friendly. From creative agencies like IDEO and Remotion to design-led startups like Lattice and Petal, Webflow gives designers the power to build whatever they have in mind. If you can design it, you can build it with Webflow. Webflow's rich interactions and animation toolset allows you to bring your designs to life with advanced features like parallax scrolling, motion triggers, custom keyframes, and even After Effects-based animations. You can even use Webflow for prototyping and user testing. The best part is because Webflow is super powerful, your prototypes can include interactive details like hover animations, responsive layout changes, and many more details that really make your testing more true to life. So what do you want to do if you want to sign up? It's super easy. You just go to wfl.io slash layout and enter the code layout at checkout for 10% off their annual plan for any new account. So our thanks to Webflow for sponsoring this week's episode of Layout. So you're asking me, how do you leave a company? Yeah, like how do you actually make it happen? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, lesson learned. Ask, or maybe not ask, but like look if there's an actual protocol that you should follow. <laughs> Because uh, a constant in my time on Netlify is like I keep being getting surprised at how quote-unquote big of a company Netlify is. <laughs> um, like, oh, wait, we have a process for that? Oh, wait, I can't do that in that way? Oh, wait. <laughs> like, it's just, like, there's, there's probably a protocol or like an official thing at your company 
try to figure that out. Of course, don't ask around because they will, well, <laughs> jump the gun on that one. People hey, what will, is the process uh, for leaving this company? <laughs> yeah, just asking. Someone asked me. <laughs> asking for a um, friend. Maybe, maybe it's your, you know, in your employee handbook. Maybe it's in your contract even. I don't know. Mm. Well, I didn't know any of this, but it turns out we did have a protocol and I <laughs> broke it. <laughs> um, trying to think how much I want to say or can say. Mm-hmm. Talk to your manager. I think that's the first thing. Uh, schedule a call with your manager. By the way, if you just say, hey, can we talk? They probably know what's uh, going to happen. <laughs> Unless there's something you usually I've been do. in one of these conversations before. And yeah, yeah. it's you can If you it. can, uh, maybe wait for your next one-on-one. Um, if you don't want to wait, you know, that's also what I also understand. For me personally, as soon as I had, quote unquote, made the decision, I couldn't just wait around you know like i i'm i'm an open book like i think people will notice i couldn't lie <laughs> to people I, I, anyway that's something i couldn't really handle so i so i gave them plenty of notice i wanted to let you know i gave them like 3 weeks notice i think the standard is 2 so keep that in mind uh talk to your manager explain what's going on if it's because something happened and you're like you know explain the reasoning uh be human and talk to a human cuz for your manager the fact that you're quitting, it's a big pain in the ass. Uh, like it's a lot of work. Um, uh, depending on your role at the company and the impact you have, you know, it can be a really tricky thing to handle. Uh, also, then you know, when you leave a company, that might send a message to the rest of the, your team, right? Like whether it's right message or wrong message, but like. You know, people ask, like, people wonder what's going on. So, also, I immediately asked to talk to my team members, the people who work closer to me. Also, I think, you know, your manager will probably ask you if you could, well, wait for an official announcement, and you know, while they'll handle all the things internally. There's probably also a, a, an offboarding process that you will go through, hmm. uh, if that makes sense. Um, again, I'm only speaking from experience, and I'm only speaking from netlify experience um the whole thing by the way i only have you know positive reviews i think it's great the way we handle this um but there's definitely an offboarding process people will reach out to you will you know maybe you and your manager or you can ask well at least for me like i I wanted to tell the team myself so that's something i was able to do but um like again talk to your manager and your manager was you know what, what what you should do the thing you shouldn't do is just like (laughs) <laughs> slack general channel at here hey people i'm leaving right <laughs> um i think also it's very standard to 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 give your manager uh like a written re- resignation letter mm. um i didn't do that i just did it verbally but that's also something you could do uh again depends on depends on the team there's probably a protocol there's probably a process but i don't think you can go wrong but just like start by speaking to your manager if you don't have a manager, well, you're a boss, I guess. Right. And if you're the boss, then uh, <laughs> I don't think I need to tell anyone. <laughs> you can just go. Pretty sure you have to tell someone, though. But <laughs> <laughs> um, And how have those weeks been? Like, again, like part of like weird things that I haven't like experienced that yeah. much in my life. Like, has it been awkward? Like, has it been like a good experience how have you been i'm assuming like there's some like knowledge transfer 
uh, with yeah. other team members? Like, how's that whole vibe going? Do people like already act as if you're not there anymore? Like, what's the what the, what's the deal? Well, that didn't happen. <laughs> uh, it it it's a bummer. Like, it sucked. It's um, like people have been extremely nice to me, which I'm not surprised because people are incredible here. Mm-hmm. Um, but people have been just so so nice. They've reached out either um, personally or like because I made an announcement in a public channel, so they either just reply there or reach out personally. Everyone's so incredible, which just makes the whole thing a bit more, well, sad. Because it's, even though I said that I'm excited about this other thing and I'm whatever, and like this is a decision I made, it's still sad. It's still very sad because <laughs> you're leaving this group of people that you, you enjoy spending time with mm-hmm. and, and they've been such a big part of your life for so long. Um, it's sad, but also just like, you know, like, yeah, but it, it'll be fine. It'll be, good. <laughs> like, I, you know, it's, it's, it's a weird mix of feelings um but overall again technically i still have one more day to go uh so we also it's part of our own process to have uh like a goodbye party mm. um just a, a meeting anyone can join um i don't know how that's gonna go probably <laughs> awkward <laughs> but we'll see. uh so it's it's just been it's been great uh like you said dumping information like leaving some knowledge behind um in so in my in my case i because I was already aware of a couple of projects still in the pipeline that we haven't started yet, I had already some ideas and even some because I've been here for a while, I have some contacts that maybe some mm-hmm. other people don't don't have. So it was important for me to also leave a lot of that information uh, behind. Uh, so I've, well, in classic Rafa fashion, I've recorded a bunch of videos <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. going over and I've like put it together a couple of mock-ups or like just Your legacy. some of the ideas. <laughs> It should be, oh, uh, you should start all of the videos. If you're watching this, that means I'm not at the company anymore. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. <laughs> uh, I did hilarious. something similar. I, like, I introduced myself to a future designer that we haven't heard of yet. <laughs> so that was fun. <laughs> That's amazing. And you should also leave some videos that it's like, okay, watch like three months after I've left. <laughs> Just like... <laughs> keep this archive <laughs> like ongoing oh God, rafa yeah. videos so many yes. opportunities oh for- speaking of archives something i want to do is like um make sure that i i save some of these uh memories and you know like there's a couple of things you just can't save because it's, hmm. it's it's not your information <laughs> like it's company <laughs> company private uh confidential information but like just some of these videos that i've recorded I, I would like to keep them or even like honestly all the nice messages that people have left me on slack Mm, you know i'm gonna lose the ability to to see them so i want to like save them screenshot them or something uh i haven't done this yet but this is something i want to do and yeah same thing i'm guessing like if you want to save some of the work you've done like any figma files or stuff like that like you might want to do that before everything gets deactivated (laughs) yeah i don't okay question i don't know that's okay, right? Like, we're not being sneaky. I, I would say, like, ask your manager. Uh, personally, if, if someone... I don't want to know the answer. <laughs> well, if someone would ask me this personally, I'd be fine with it as long as they're not, you mm-hmm. know... T- they're not taking right. things that they don't have any right. purposes in doing. Like, because the reality is, like, the person could, could still recreate all these things. Like, it's not like there's anything, like, crazy rocket science in there if they're asking like hey can i like copy paste like the you know all the briefs (laughs) for all the upcoming projects like 
no, like that's probably weird. But yeah, I feel like if someone wants like a file or whatever, like from a, a project that's been shipped and everything, I'd be okay with it. I think like I can't see what would be wrong in that. And it's just like yeah. personally, I mean, it also I guess it really depends on like who your manager is or anything. But I've been in this situation uh, once or twice before, um, and like when that happens like i always consider my role as a manager as like first and foremost i'm here to support you the individual and like tangentially yes i'm also you know representing the company in in some ways but like i know that like when people leave like they're gonna want to have something in your in their portfolios for sure like and i think it, part of my responsibility is like to also help them with that yeah. The same way that, like, you know, people have asked me for references and stuff like that. Like, I always, you know, it's, like, my pleasure to to do this. Like, you know, we've had a really good time together. And I, like, really value you as a, as a person and as a team member and just, you know, as a designer in general. And so I want them to be, like, set up for success for whatever their future is. Because, right. You know, I cared about them when they were at the company, and I still care about them if they're not. Like, you know, you're that human doesn't and you're nice. that doesn't end when they resign. You know, our personal right. relationship. And I've had some people who've like then like asked me for like career advice. You know, after they've left, and you know, we've had a lot of conversations talking about offers and stuff like that. Like that's that's happened, and I'm totally okay with doing that. Um, so yeah, I guess it, it depends, and maybe like depending on on your situation i don't know like maybe you want to it's easier to ask for forgiveness than ask for permission but you know in, in any doubt in this. any doubt i would really just like just ask and yeah. that way you'll you'll see and if they say no you can probably recreate stuff just like make sure you remember <laughs> like every all the details but uh yeah yeah so you know that's it. I think I think it's still weird to talk about this in a podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. But, but thank uh, you for sharing yeah. and being like so open because yeah, yeah. like we so rarely hear people talk about this. Like we t- we've talked so much about the hiring process and you know that like the beginning stages of joining a company. But I think this is also an important and interesting part of just life in general. And so. Yeah, I'm super glad that you were open to sharing some of that stuff with us. Glad to share. And I would also love to share some recommendations with you in the audience. Look at that. Look at that transition. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Why don't you start? Okay. I know what my recommendation is. I just need to Google what the exact name of it is. I know that I have a recommendation. I've forgotten. Okay, then w- when you're thinking about it, I'm going to go get my recommendation. <laughs> okay. Kevin went to get something. Oh, okay. I was going to say... I was gonna ask you, like, okay, wait. I think we probably have the same recommendation, but as soon as okay, yeah, it's definitely not because <laughs> Kevin has something in his hand, and it's not an app. <laughs> no, it's definitely not an app. <laughs> do you wanna do you wanna start? I'm, I'm more curious about your. <laughs> okay, well, I don't have a ton to say about it. So, but basically, my recommendation is the uh, Aesop Coriander Seed Body Cleanser. Um, it's like a body wash kind of thing. Um, I used to get the geranium one, uh, and I really like that one. I'll also have a link in the show notes for that one. But this time, I tried something different, and I love it so much. <laughs> uh, and the smell is so unique 
because it's like one of the main ingredients is black pepper, <laughs> which huh. feels like so strange. Like it's a, such a special smell. Yeah, uh, it has seasoning. Yeah, it's seasoned. <laughs> but I really love it, and like if I had just seen it, you know, that set of ingredients, I would have been like, I'm not really sure about this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really, really love it. So highly recommend it. So that's how you pronounce Aesop. I've been saying Aesop, Aesop. Look, I was saying Aesop before. Um, yeah. But <laughs> I've been corrected. I think technically it's supposed to be Aesop. Aesop. Yeah. Because it's f- French? No, I think it's... Isn't it Australian? Uh, I have no idea. Whatever. I'm not <laughs> qualified to talk about this. Uh, cool. You know what? I My, my uh, Aesop usage has only been uh, exclusively exclu- exclusive to... Um, skincare routine so i guess technically your body wash is skincare a skincare but <laughs> i haven't taken it to the shower yet <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> that makes sense um cool okay gonna look do you know that the, you know the the poop drops yeah i have you them. saw poop drops yeah do you have it do you recommend poop drops i do not recommend it <laughs> okay I thought, like, of course, Kevin is going to recommend it. No, so I no. have it and... Cause okay, wait, wait, It wait. was like a should funny we, should joke. We, should, we, should we explain what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah, talk about it. If you yeah, don't know what Poop Drops is, summarizer. it's it's an Aesop product. It's a little, like, uh, like drop... What do you call it? What do you call that? The thing that drop, drop, drop. It's like the eyedropper tool, but, <laughs> right, but <laughs> in not real life. Eyedropper, whatever. <laughs> Uh, to just uh, drop a little, a couple drops in your in your toilet after you poo to eliminate yeah. smells. That's what the poop drops. Are. Yeah. So I gotta say, I've tried it, and in my opinion, like it's a thing. It it smells good when you're the person to do it. <laughs> if that makes sense. Meaning you were already. Uh, accustomed uh to the poop smell so you only smell the new smell which is the poop drop yeah smell, kind of smell. like it's very subtle and it go like you're like dropping this in the toilet but there's not a lot of like um smell that remains in the air right and so it's like yeah i feel like it kind of makes you feel better after you've been to the bathroom <laughs> but i actually don't think it like changes the experience significantly okay. for anyone coming to the bathroom after you right. and so someone new coming to the bathroom is like "Ooh, it smells like poop and another weird smell yeah <laughs> that kind of smells good yeah it's, it's very subtle so yeah i'd say you can probably skip it Aesop poop drops it makes <laughs> you feel better <laughs> <laughs> by kevin clark <laughs> you're welcome i'm like the wire cutter but for esop products <laughs> <laughs> subscribe cool all right um my recommendation is an app uh for ipad it's called muse uh and it's it's like a uh it's like a mind mapping note taking uh journaling not really whatever tool and the reason why i'm recommending this is because it has such a unique user interface it looks nothing like any other app that i've used um it's all gesture based and it's all just like drag and dropping content around and it's only for ipad it requires an apple pencil which is again very you know hashtag courage um 
And so you can just like move stuff around and even dragging is like it's instant. You just tap on an item and start moving at your finger and it's dragging. You don't have to tap and hold to know, you know, get into drag mode. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the whole thing is just a very interesting new way of interacting with the iPad. And um, so far it's been, like, even if you don't end up using it, uh, and by the way, it's like free for a while, but then you pay a yearly subscription. Um, even if you're not, not using it, I think it's it's good just just for for that interesting UI. Like, there's no Chrome, there's nothing around, so give it a shot. Uh, links in the show notes, and that's it for our show. Uh, can find the show notes uh, on our website at layout.fm. You can follow us on Twitter at layout.fm. Me, I'm at Rafahari, and Kevin is at Vernal Kick on Twitter. Um, also, this show is part of the Spec FM network. So, if you're looking for more shows to listen to, check them out at uh, their website at spec.fm. And lastly, our huge thanks to both of our sponsors, uh, Retool and Webflow, for sponsoring Layout this week. Uh, again, go to retool.com/layout to learn more about Retool, and um, go to wfl.io/layout to learn more about Webflow. And don't forget the use the code Layout at checkout for ten percent off their annual plan for any new account. So that's it. Uh, Talk to you next week. Bye.